Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. And I'm Polly. This week we're going to play a little game called Who's More Likely To? One of us will ask a question and we'll each reveal our answers. If you think you know us well, feel free to play along and see if your answers match ours. So first question, who is more likely to have their own reality TV show? Definitely you, Polly. <laughs> what do you think? I guess I guess I think me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that interesting though. I feel like it would end up being actually a reality TV show of like our friend group, probably. Oh, I was gonna say like I could see a reality show about pole dancing and you being on it, oh. like the the ba- inner backstory of like pole dancers. <laughs> Okay, okay. Like when those like fierce competition shows. I'm getting flashbacks to that like cheer okay, it wasn't a reality show, but like the cheerleader documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see that. I see that. I feel like you possibly could be like on a cooking t- like cooking oh, yeah. reality sh- TV show. Like chopped. <laughs> or like um one about like pop-up restaurants. I guess it's also oh, yeah. more documentary style, but mm-hmm. like potentially like if every episode featured a different pop-up, then that could be you. <laughs> I can't imagine either us being in like the drama though we would just be like the translators of the drama for the audience like the narrators (laughs) yeah no i think if it was like pure reality tv like real housewife style it would have to just be like us and our entire friend group kind of thing which there's some people in my in our friend group that i could see 100 (laughs) i'm like oh they would make for great tv (laughs) yeah Again, I always wanted to see a reality show about the insides of Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. Again, (laughs) I think people host some crazy parties and spend money on crazy things. That's true. I guess you could be a part of a reality TV show where Yoav is like... (laughs) Quote, founder. Yeah, (laughs) they're following the the life of a founder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The second question is, who is most likely to die first in a horror movie? (laughs) <laughs> i thought you <laughs> i also thought me. <laughs> i'm not sure why exactly and to be honest i haven't seen that many horror movies but somehow i think it would be you because i feel like the person who tries the hardest not to die dies first like the person that tries to prepare all the ways to to be safe mm-hmm. ends up getting off very early so that everyone left is left with no planner person I, I guess i just think you would die before me but i don't think you'd actually die first in, a, in like a group because mm-hmm. isn't the person that dies first always the one who's like i'm gonna go check it out oh, it's for sure true. dude yeah like a hundred percent it's gotta be a dude who's yeah. gonna be like the first to go <laughs> and then afterwards i feel like yeah you would kind of like be like more scared probably between the two of us oh, yeah. and then they would kill you off very easily. yeah 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 you would just like be disappeared do you, you know? do you like horror films? Oh no, I hate horror Me films. Me too. I, I hate, absolutely hate horror films. I'm still very scarred from when I was seven years old and I watched The Ring at a sleepover mm. and it was so horrifying. Like I remember on the seventh day after watching the movie, my friends and I, we like called each other. We were like, do you think we're going to be okay? Oh, no. <laughs> I've actually never seen The Ring, but I, because just because I was oh too God. scared, but I was equally scarred by a horror movie that I watched at a sleepover when I was 10. That was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And oh, that, destroyed me for like multiple years i felt like i could not sleep and so yeah i don't watch horror movies at all ever good (laughs) glad glad to know we're on the same page (laughs) okay next question who is more likely to get in a fight are we taking physical fight or verbal fight physical physical fight or verbal fight 
All right, go ahead. Reveal your answer. I think physical fight to you. I think it's me verbal too. Verbal <laughs> fight maybe me. Really? I, I can't decide for a verbal fight between the two of us, but I do think I would get in physical fight, especially if it was a creepy dude. Yeah. I think I would like slap a hoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you got me drunk enough, I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who is most likely to write a best-selling book? I think it's you. I think it's me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because you've already mentioned that you're interested in writing a cookbook. Yeah. And I can see a hybrid cookbook story of an Asian American woman, like identity book, just really flying off the shelves. <laughs> I do like writing, not very long writing, but I mm-hmm. like writing the episode descriptions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I can see myself doing like a picture book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I also, when we read Crying, Crying in H Mart, I feel like I could see something similar from you. Hopefully, yeah. different story. Yeah, different, different story, different story for sure. But just like, I could think all the food-related stuff mm-hmm. definitely reminded me of you. And I feel like you're also good at describing food in that way too. Or like you think about food in a similar way that's very descriptive. And so I think it would be you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Who do you think is more likely to have always been the heartbreaker? Definitely you, Polly. <laughs> I mean, you've only dated Yoav, right? Yeah. So I think it has to be me. But I could, I could see it happening a lot. I also remember when I first met you and the other friends. I think there were a lot of guys interested in you at the time or something. <laughs> so, And then I was like, oh, Polly chose Casper. She must have broken so many other oh hearts. <laughs> um, I mean, I will say I probably have broken a few hearts here and there. So <laughs> yeah, I guess it is me. <laughs> I think you put yourself out there more too mm. in that aspect of like meeting new people. That's fair. And breaking more hearts. <laughs> As a result. <laughs> Who do you think is more likely to be a gambling addict? I think it's me. I think it's you too. Yeah. Only because I can see you being in this phase where you're like, I know I could win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I can do it. Because you know, like, I cut my losses early. I'm like, oh, I'm not good at this. I'm out. Yeah. But I feel like you're like, fresh start. I could do it like again. Persistence. Fresh start. Yeah, like you, you have that persistence to you. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it could spiral. <laughs> Actually, when we go to Vegas, I really like playing blackjack, but I always mm. only bring $40 worth of cash, which I know is like very little. It's like laughable. Yeah. Like if you start with $40, you're never going to go over $40. <laughs> you're always going to end up at zero. But I know because I really like playing those games, so I know mm. I would want to like continue playing until I, I win. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but I really like poker. Like I have a poker set. I did not in know this, but I, I right knew that now. you had a poker set, but I didn't yeah. know you were a big fan of it. I love playing poker, and we've played a couple times with Yov's older brother and stuff, and I usually clean them out. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah. So you have a really good poker face. <laughs> I think. People don't think a lie, and then a lie, oh, <laughs> and then they that's feel true. really what's the word betrayed. Yeah, people <laughs> feel really betrayed when I end up lying. Yeah, I I just like have no interest whatsoever in in gambling. The last time that I ever gambled at in Vegas was I played roulette, which is mm. it's the one with the wheel and the ball, right? And just falls on and number. You guess, and oh, you the just, number or yeah, red or and red black, or black. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, like that's one of the stupidest games. It's really just 
no skill involved whatsoever and i i think i, I did the same thing where i'm like i'm just gonna put play 20 bucks worth but each chip is at least five so you have to bet five at a time and so i think i went at one point up to like 30 dollars, and then i like came back down to 10 and i was like all right i'm i'm good and that was like three rounds it was like literally, literally. nothing yeah so it was really fast but i think if i were to play another game in Vegas it'd probably be craps but mostly for the social aspect of it because craps like everyone's huddled around the table I, I still people don't are know like how. no one knows how to play craps yeah no one knows how to play craps I, I technically learned in my AP stats class in high school but I, I think it's just like more for the fun of it versus blackjack poker like people are pretty serious you're sitting down at the table like especially poker like it's very serious and so it would be craps because people are like rolling the dice and like getting excited and blowing on the dice and like all this stuff so that's so funny that you learned how to play in your AP stats class because <laughs> when I was in college I took a statistics course it was actually the course that Yoav and I met in mm-hmm. and the professor taught the course based off of poker so it was a really oh. interesting lesson plan but I also low-key thought he had a gambling addiction because he was like really <laughs> into, into poker. it <laughs> but yeah if it, if it wasn't for how frugal I am I think I could definitely be a gambling addict because I would play the games on my phone forever where you don't lose real money you can just like play forever (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'll invest in you next time i'll give you a like 40 bucks on top of your 40 bucks and then you might actually make it somewhere (laughs) (laughs) okay next question who is most likely to get plastic surgery i think me Really? I think yeah. me. Oh, really? Yeah. Why Whoa. do you think yourself? You go first. I guess, like, wait, does Botox count? I think so. Yeah, I think I'll definitely oh, get Botox okay. Okay. in the future. Yeah. Or, like, probably soon. I think Botox is done by plastic surgeons, right? Who Or dermatologists. Performs? Really? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know I really either. haven't done that much research into it. We heard this from one of our friends, but if you think of your skin or your face like a piece of paper and you crinkle it up, you can only smooth it out, but it will always remain, like it will always have some wrinkles in the piece of paper, but if you laminate it early on, then it will never really get that wrinkled. So if you get Botox when your face is still nice, then it's like preventative apparently, versus like if you already have wrinkles and then you try and start to fix it, it's always still kind of going to be there. Right. Interesting. So I'm like, maybe I should invest soon. <laughs> well, if you're interested, one of my friends is a resident at John Hopkins. And he said if I were to go visit, he can give me free Botox oh. or any of my friends. <laughs> I'm sure I'll end up at, in Baltimore again for work sometime yeah. soon. So maybe I will hit him up. <laughs> Why do you think? What, what are you going to get done? Well, I thought it was me because growing up, I had single eyelids, remember, and I told you Mm -hmm. how I naturally progressed into getting double eyelids. Mm -hmm. And for sure, if one of my double eyelids reverted back to single eyelid or Mm. even both of them, I would definitely do the double eyelid surgery to Mm. bring it back to a double eyelid. Do you think that's a possibility? Sometimes if I've eaten like a lot of sodium, like hot (laughs) pot, yeah, my eyes will get puffy. Or like if I cried a lot from from something, the next day one of my double eyelids, it's gone. And it's really horrifying because you like (laughs) wake up with one really puffy eye. And then I use eyelid tape actually to make it a double eyelid again, which just like helps it shaped back to its original form Mm. actually yeah that's happened to me before too like whether it's just something that makes your eyes really puffy and then i i looked up home remedies to get your eyelids back 
I mean, just over time, they'll go back, but... Yeah, <laughs> like when your face gets yeah. less L- Less loaded. puffy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would definitely do it <laughs> if that so happened to be a permanent single eyelid stay. Not because I don't like how single eyelids look, but just because I've spent most of my adult years mm-hmm. with double eyelids, I think it would be really weird for me to have single eyelids mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Yeah, now you're like used to doing your makeup yeah. and everything with your eye shape now, so exactly. that would make sense. All right. Who is more likely to give all their money to charity? Honestly, neither of us. <laughs> but if I had to pick, I don't know. I think if I was that rich, I would. Oh, okay. You know? But all your money, so you wouldn't be rich anymore. Well, I guess it's like there's the the rich person way of doing it, which is like by the time you die or like after you die, you'll give mm-hmm. all your money away. Which you wouldn't give it I to your would. kids. God, they got to make it on their own. <laughs> I would definitely give money to my kids. <laughs> That's true. You got to do that generational wealth stuff. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. My dad's like really big into charitable giving. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of tax benefits for it. So yeah. you know, there's that. <laughs> but I think he does give away a lot. And so like that has made me think about wanting right. to give away a lot too. But you're right. All is a lot. <laughs> I have a very like... I follow my conscience very strongly, so I'll always donate some amount, but mm-hmm. never, like, all, all my money. Yeah. <laughs> That's, fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But I guess, like, if you already know that your children are wealthy and successful, like, because you're, like, oh, let's say then, you're, like, 80, yeah. 90, and you're, let's say you're even poor at that point, you could just still donate all of it. <laughs> you're, like, $5. Yeah. Like, Look at me, a philanthropist. I gave all my $5 away. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe... If I knew my lineage was successful, (laughs) I would be fine with it. Who is most likely to cry because of a sad movie? 100% me. I think it's me. Really? Yeah. Oh, because I cry all the time. No, I cry all the time. (laughs) I cry reading the the Humans of New York posts. Oh, I don't read those, but I'm sure I would cry too. Heartwarming and sometimes very sad, and (laughs) I always cry. I always seem to pick movies on the plane that make me cry (gasps) and i'm always just a fucking mess (laughs) oh my god okay there were two like the two times that i've cried most heavily on an airplane first time i watched a time traveler's wife (laughs) on the airplane and that movie is so sad there's like there's no fucking hope for them and it's just like sad every aspect along the way of the movie it's it's quite horrifying how much i was crying the second time was right after Coachella so it's like you're already really sad mm-hmm. because Coachella just ended uh-huh. you're like depleted of all the happiness in your body <laughs> as well and then we flew to New York right after Coachella and then on the plane for some reason I decided to watch A Star is Born oh I cried because oh I, I didn't know what was, I thought A Star a was just being, being bored. bored I thought it was a happy movie I had no idea who was to comment Literally, like, I was hysterical on the oh, plane, no. yeah, and Yoav was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was also in the middle seat. Oh, no. Yeah, oh my god, that movie is so sad. Yeah, I was straight bawling. Wow. I was like, Coachella's over, my life is over. <laughs> there was a really long haul flight that I did to India, and so I watched three movies in a row that made me cry. <laughs> three totally different vibes, too. I watched Three Identical Strangers, which is 
totally reasonable why you'd cry is talk about three triplets who were separated at birth and adopted by like different people and then how they like get back together and like find each other and then is it based on a real story it it, it's the real people yeah oh no yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and and there's all the drama that goes on in their lives and i was just crying the entire time then i would decide to watch coco i was like let me lift myself up with this beautiful disney movie (laughs) cried like a baby i was like how could you do this to me and then I rewatched Crazy Rich Asians, which I cried the first time and I cried the second time that I watched it. <laughs> I feel like every time I see people of color on the screen in an emotional moment, it also always makes me cry mm-hmm. because I just rewatched Mindy Kaling's show, Never Have I Ever. We talked mm-hmm. about this briefly and we were both saying how we don't really connect to this show because it is. She's geared, so young. Yeah, she's yeah. so young. It's, it's geared towards people younger than us. The main actress, her character is in high school and such, and it's about more so like that high school experience. But every time it was talking about like her and her mm-hmm. family, I bawled because <laughs> it's just like, oh, seeing this beautiful Tamil family on screen and people who are around me who look like that in real life, I guess that's all the more heart wrenching. Yeah, yeah. I think most recently when I watched In the Heights. I cried. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might win this one, though, because I don't really cry for animated movies. I don't know why, but animation doesn't get to me the way life oh, actually man, does. really? Oh, Coco like, I didn't cry in Up or me. Coco. I didn't cry in Up either. Yeah. But that Coco, Coco was definitely not the only animated movie I cried in. Yeah. I think the only time I've kind of teared up at an animated movie was Soul. <gasps> I cried in Soul, yeah, too. Soul made me tear up. So we'll even made Casper tear up, so that was really a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And maybe like some animes have made me tear up, but yeah, normally Pixar, Disney, they they just don't get me. Yeah, I cried in basically every episode of Crash Landing on You. Oh, I didn't watch that. I'm scared too. I know it's gonna make me you cry. haven't seen it. It's I know so what happens because I read all the episode recaps because oh. I found out about it really late, so everyone was already mm-hmm. talking about it, and I wanted to know what was happening, but I was like, I don't have 20 hours to spare. Oh, I watched it all in a weekend that I was basically <gasps> by myself and. I was working on sanding and refinishing a coffee table. Mm. And so I literally just put it on and it was so many hours of like just like working. Yeah, I was like sweating. Yeah, exactly. I was like, is it the fumes or is it the show? Uh, but yes, I cried like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Cry Korean, Korean dramas are definitely a like tear trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cry, cry thing. Cry time. <laughs> okay. And then our last question is, who is most likely to get away with murder? I think it's me. Really? Yeah. I think it's me. <laughs> really? Oh, because you're a good poker face. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like, well, this is like kind of dark, but like I work with cadavers, mm. cadaveric body parts. I feel like I would know how to discreetly dispose of it. Right. Why do you think it's you? I think quite similarly for poker, people don't expect me to lie. <laughs> and even when I do, for some reason, they don't expect that I'll lie again. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like people wouldn't expect me to commit murder. So and you think people would was... expect me to commit murder? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no one would expect me to either. Yeah, that's true. No one would expect either of us yeah. to. But it's also I feel like a very middle child thing to be like commits murder and gets away with it. Oh really? Because like there's they go unnoticed. Like you're oh, just used to like right. going unnoticed, and so I also feel like that goes to my advantage. <laughs> That's funny because I feel like it's your younger brother that you guys never talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's true. <laughs> I know. Everyone's always surprised to find out I have a little brother. Yeah. I know. You were at his graduation a couple weeks ago, and I was like, whoa, wait, oh yeah, Polly has a younger brother. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you had fun listening to Polly and I play Who is Most Likely To. I certainly did. (laughs) It's always funny hearing the other person's answers. And I would definitely recommend playing this with your friends too. Because you never know what you might find out. out. (laughs) You never know. Maybe one of your friends has already committed a murder before. Anyways, if you want more content from us, please check us out on Instagram at Yellow Noise Pod, and we'll see you all next week. Bye!